Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. I'm your host here, Richard Haynes of Haynes Real Estate here in the South Bay area of greater Los Angeles, where we cover Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, and the Palos Verdes Peninsula. And if you heard that right this first time, we are now Haynes Real Estate. The rebrand is complete. Manhattan Pacific Realty no more. We still love that name, but Haynes Real Estate is the new brand. You can see it here on the mic, and we appreciate you guys joining us for this show and the support over the years during the whole rebrand. We've got a great episode for you this time around another solo episode we will have a guest on the next episode i'm going to give you a little sneak peek at the end of who it is i think it is a must listen to considering all the things going on in the south bay and who this person is you are going to want to hear this one so without further ado i'm going to get into this one fast and furious you've had a lot of one-on-one with me this is going to be a micro cast so to speak for the podcast i'm going to share with you guys some big data numbers inventory 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 that's all anyone can talk about these days there are too few homes for sale on the market compared to buyers i'm going to cover that today. I'm also going to cover some ultra luxury listings. I'm going to put it on your radar. You can look it up on Zillow or Redfin. I know all of you love looking at those ultra luxury, whether you can afford it or not. It's fun to look at these amazing homes, but I'm going to bring them to light or at least boost them as a topic because I think it is important to see these type of listings and watch how they perform to truly see the health of the market because honestly, as the ultra luxury market goes, oftentimes the rest of the market goes as well. And then to wrap up the show, I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about our guests that we're gonna have on next week. So without further ado, Topic number one, inventory. You guys, if you aren't a reader of my weekly blog, you missed this one. But if you want to see the numbers laid out clearly, you can check my blog at haynesre.com slash blog. Go to the inventory post that we posted last week here in middle September, and you can get the inventory numbers now, but I'm going to put them on you. And starting wide before we get to the city numbers, and I'll rush through the city numbers, but you guys, the topic du jour, so to speak, has been inventory. I want you guys to know ultra high interest rates are crushing demand. I want you guys to know on the previous podcast, affordability is essentially at all-time lows, save for the time right before the Great Recession. Demand is falling because of ultra-high interest rates. Demand is falling because there's an affordability issue. But prices are being supported and in many cases still going up because we simply do not have enough homes on the market. I'm going to give you guys a little background on homes for sale wide net. And what do I mean by wide net? 
I mean by Los Angeles County on a, as a whole on the MLS. I'm going to give you guys five years worth of August data. So you guys are going to see it from August 2019 to August of today. And I'm going to rattle off the numbers here for you to understand the amount of listings on the market. August 2019, there were a little over 20,000 listings. In 2020, just under 18,000. Then 2021, 14,775. Then we had a small tick up in 2022 to 15,085. And today we have fallen to just above 9,800. So if you look five years ago, we had over 20,000 listings on the MLS right before COVID. Today we have under 10,000 listings. So we have seen homes for sale get chopped in half over the last five years. And if you look at the hottest time in the market, 2021, and really for a chunk of 2022, even though August 2022, we started to see things slow, you saw listings in August, 14,000, 15,000. So you saw a 25% drop in inventory during a crazy time. But we have fallen even further by a third from those times to today, and the market isn't as big of a frenzy as we saw last time around. So over 50% drop from five years ago, a 33% drop from just the past couple of years. Inventory is truly constrained, and when you look at inventory historically, it's even lower than, say, when we had the Great Recession and there were all sorts of listings on the market, and there are just too few homes for sale, and that is why prices are being supported. You guys, just to give you an idea of how demand has has fallen off, Black Knight, who covers mortgage applications, said that mortgage applications, I believe, dropped to all-time lows or at least lows not seen since 1996, so almost a three-decade low of mortgage applications, which is the best model we have for demand. That is a massive drop-off of buyers, and quite frankly, this low inventory is offsetting it, and it blows my mind. So that is what I want you guys to understand with these really significant numbers, supply issues and demand issues. And I want you to know that millennials, per a article I read today, home builders have found that first-time home buyers are making up over 40% of new home builds when in the past first time home buyers were in the 20% range 25 26% first time home buyers typically are millennials so you have this massive cohort ready to buy homes and they are getting crushed by interest rates and affordability but prices are still going up because a few are still around and there just are no properties for them to purchase i'm going to move on to the city information Palos Verdes Estates, five years ago, 98 listings. Today's August, 44 listings. That's about a 50% drop. Manhattan Beach, August 2019, 158 listings. 
This August, 72, another 50% drop. So you see how these are adding up with the larger data of LA County as well. Rolling Hills Estates inventory, 45 listings in August of 2019. August 2023, just 17 listings. So an even greater drop off than 50%. Redondo Beach, 185 in 2019 to 103. So not as big of a drop off, but still very significant in the city of Redondo Beach. Rancho Palos Verdes, 173 listings in August five years ago. Today's August, 70. Another greater than 50% drop in inventory. Hermosa Beach, 75 listings five years ago. Today, 39 listings, another about 50% drop. You guys, do you have the idea of how low inventory is? It's low. It's low compared to five years ago. It's low compared to the fervor a year or two ago in our real estate markets. And it's low historically. And that's despite demand being at its lowest in almost 30 years and interest rates being at their highest in almost 20 years, both huge headwinds to the market. So really a fascinating market. All we should be talking about is inventory. All we should be talking about is affordability. And all we should be talking about is interest rates and demand destruction. So there you have it on topic number one. Those are some big, big numbers. I'll have quarterly numbers for you next month which I will be very interested to see if prices still climb or if we see pullbacks like we have seen in some of the year-over-year numbers. Moving on to topic number two, ultra-luxury sales, you guys. I'm not going to talk about comps, and comps are the mother's milk of the real estate market because closings, comps are what fuel value. I'm going to talk about listings and actually new listings, some incredible new listings that have hit the market that would be record high prices if they sold. And it's quite bullish to be putting your ultra luxury home on the market despite all the headwinds and all the opportunities people had to list in the last year or two and put their ultra luxury homes on the market at record high prices. It's going to be tough to get. But if they get anywhere near their prices, that's a positive sign for the market. If they don't get it, most of these sellers can afford to hold these properties for a long, long time and sell when it's good. Or they could take big discounts in six months, a year, two years, three years. I've seen record properties take three, four, five years to sell and they stay on the market that long. And so these are very important to watch. We're going to start with two properties. These were the two topic or the two properties I was going to cover. And then one came to the market today, a third, which I'll briefly touch on. But one of these is in Manhattan Beach, and the other one is in Palos Verdes Estates. What both of these properties have in common is they're both double lots in prime premier locations. And so these properties are asking record high prices because they're getting grouped with very rare sales where you have two lots in incredible locations, but also they're blowing out of the water pricing of people selling just single lots. Normally when you buy in bulk, you get a discount 
If you have a lot that sells for $10 million, if you put two side by side up, normally you get a discount, shouldn't maybe sell for 20 million, it should sell for a little bit less. In this case, both of these properties are asking premiums to having it saying, hey, good luck acquiring two properties side by side and creating turnkey move-in ready incredible properties that we have on the market. So let's get to our first one in Manhattan Beach. It's 11734 Street in Manhattan Beach. You guys, this is prime 100 block Walk Street property in Manhattan Beach. This property has seven bedrooms, 10 bathrooms, and is 7,600 whopping square feet, a stone's throw from the beach with a south-facing lot. You've got two side-by-side walk street lots. The walk streets are known for being skinny, only 30 feet wide. Having two lots gives you 60 linear feet of walk street space, tons of open light to pour into your property as a south-facing property. And this listing, they didn't build just an oversized house. They built a normal house on one lot and then an amazing guest house on the other lot with an incredible pool that also the flooring comes up through the pool and completes a giant patio. So you can have a giant patio to entertain and enjoy laying out by the pristine Pacific Ocean in Manhattan Beach, or you can click a button and the patio collapses and fills up with water. You have to check out the listing on Zillow or Redfin. This place was built in 2018. The details are meticulous and the technology behind the pool and the patio are rarely seen out of luxury 40 million plus homes across Los Angeles. This property is asking for $37 million. You guys, there was a better located single lot Walk Street property that was built and sold in 2019. Actually, built in 2019, sold right in February 2020 as COVID was coming up. It resold a month or two ago for under $13 million. So, and this was a Arguably better location, more south, closer to the pier, got $13 million. It probably would have gotten more if it was 100 block like this. But if you estimate that that home slightly closer to the beach would have gotten $15 million, you could go, all right, two of these homes side by side could be $30 million. But that's not the case with this 34th Street listing that we're talking about here. They're not asking $30 million. They're asking a premium $37 million. And it would have less square footage, but you're buying the pool and the two side-by-side lots turnkey. This is a big price, my friends. Crazy things happen in Manhattan Beach, though. Manhattan Beach has become the luxury destination across LA for its beaches, for its schools, for its safety, and for its lifestyle outside of the city of LA, which has really changed over the years. This $37 million is ambitious. I think the property's a little far north, but I've been surprised before. Ultimately, the true value is probably somewhere 25 to 30 million, but a buyer who's got to have it, I wouldn't blame them if they paid 37 million dollars if they're going to be there forever 
and are absolutely in love. But this property also could be grinded down, and I respect the listing agent and the seller. You got to ask a premium to break records, but they could end up having to reduce to $35 million, $30 million, or even go, hey, we got to give a little bit of discount to offload two lots in a great location, just not as close to the pier as some people want. And it could go for that 20 to 30 million range roughly. But that is one to watch. If it gets anywhere near asking, amazing. If it gets grinded down, so be it. That's probably right. But watch 11734 Street. Moving on to Palos Verdes Estates, 245 Rocky Point Road. This is on Rocky Point in PVE, Lenata Bay at the very tip. You've got views all the way around, two lots, two homes, expansive lawn off the back, pool, 12,472 square feet. The two lots combined are over 50,000 square feet, you guys. Yes, that's over an acreage atop the beautiful Palos Verdes Bluffs, seven bathrooms, or excuse me, seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms, and they are coming out asking $35 million for a property that was built back in 2016. You guys, it is so difficult to see these bluff properties um, come to the market, let alone two side by side. I will say $35 million is another whopping number for Palos Verdes Estates. Just a few years ago, pre-COVID, we were seeing Rocky Point Bluff properties going for five, six, seven million dollars. Some of them needed work, some of them were turnkey, but they weren't even getting close to $10 million outside of the Toyota house, which was a very special location. The other Rocky Point properties were below 10 million. So if you double that up, is land worth 15 million? Do you pay a premium or less than that for two lots? But the fact of the matter is, is this $35 million properties, they go, we have the two best lots on Rocky Point. Good luck getting them together. And oh, by the way, building this home. And let me tell you, this home was built so perfectly, building this home the lawn, the pool, everything, considering Coastal Commission, Palos Verdes Estates, Art Jury. It's a four, five, six-year project. Millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to get this built. You're saving the time, the energy, the stress, the capital, and really the fact that you probably don't have a chance to pick up two side-by-side lots. Again, I think you've got to ask for the moon And if you land on the roof, it's okay. There are really no comps for this one. Uh, It is a big number, but someone may pay for it. If they go, I've got another 30 years on this earth, another 40 years, I'm going to buy it. And in 40 years, it'll be worth way more than I paid for. And I walk in and move into a fabulously, perfectly designed home on Rocky Point in Palos Verdes Estates. Again, this is one to watch. If it gets anywhere close to that number, huge news for the ultra-luxury market. And if it stays on the market for one, two, three years, takes multiple price reductions, that's just sometimes how it goes until you find a ready and willing buyer and seller for it. Last but not least, Via Oleadas came out. This has been 
on and off the market on Lanada Bay. You might see the tip of the Rocky Point Road property from this one. They came out asking $24 million for an 11,000 square foot, 35,000, excuse me, 11,000 square foot home on a 35,000 square foot lot. So I think there was some strategy or some strategy um, on this property going, hey, if someone's going to ask $35 million and catch the eyes of ultra luxury buyers, let's come back out. Oleatis has been on and off the market for years now trying to be one of the record sales around Lanata Bay. They're going to say, hey, if you like Rocky Point, you can have ours for an $11 million discount. Do you really need two properties and all that square footage? So a very strategic move by that seller, and it will be interesting to see how those two PVE properties duke it out. You guys, that's our show for today. I'm not going to leave you hanging with who we have next week. Next week, we have... Rick Morales on the show from Palace Verdes Engineering. Rick is the OG engineer of the South Bay. His appearance is timely because we've had landslides in Palace Verdes. And we have so many people talking about shoring by the beach, tsunamis and liquefaction, earthquakes, and then obviously, as I just touched on, landslides and unstable land from heavy rains of last year and what we might have during El Nino. Rick is a wealth of knowledge, an amazing guy, super interesting, USC Trojan, and he's going to give you guys all the amazing facts and findings around South Bay real estate, how it relates to engineering structurally, and what some of these landslides mean on the Palos Verdes Peninsula. We hope you'll join us. That'll come out next week. Rick Morales, you guys, I hope you're wrapping up a great end of your summer. Have a strong start to the school year. We're wishing you all the best, and we will see you next time on the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. Take care.